Hello, and welcome to episode eight of Brain Fart. I am Maddie, your host, and today we are going to be talking about something that is very relevant at the moment. First, I have to say, though, it feels like it's been a really long time since I recorded, and I know that's not true because I do this every week. Maybe it's because I'm on spring break or something. I don't know but it just feels like a long time. So happy to be back. Happy people are still listening. Woohoo. Also just like some, not pleasantries, but like some, (laughs) that's definitely not the word. Some, uh, you know, the thing where you're like, oh, go follow me on the places. Um, I'm still on iTunes and Spotify, Google, all of those places. If you want to wanna drop a review on iTunes, if you have that, then I would be forever grateful, but no pressure. Easy listening. That's that. Um, if you want to get in contact with me, brainfartpodcast at gmail.com. Yep, that sounds right. And uh, brainfartpodcast on Instagram. You can DM me, email me with any questions, comments, criticisms. Your girl's open to it all. Okay, now back to the show. This topic this week feels almost too relevant, so we'll see how it goes. Um, Today I'm talking about working with chronic illness, and I know that I have been a college student for four years, um, and I'm just about to enter the workforce, but I've started auditioning, and I've started putting myself out there, of course, and like going for it and trying to find work and all that stuff. But also I would consider a lot of what I've done in college work like when it comes to what I'm pursuing for my profession. If you're new here, I study musical theater and acting and all that stuff. And I go to a very intense program, um, to get my BFA in musical theater. And it's, I mean, it's very intense. You go to class. I know I've said it before. Um, you go to class from anywhere between 8.30 a.m. or earlier, I had a 7 a.m. one year, <laughs> never again, um, to approximately like 5.30 p.m. For our major, you kind of have to stop there. You can't take later classes because then you have rehearsal from 6.30 to 10.30 or 6 to 10 or just one of those one of those things. So it's like a lot of classes in the morning and then rehearsal at night. So when I'm rehearsing at night and putting up a show and things like that, it really does feel like a full-time job because I'm putting in so many hours and then we're putting up an entire show and we have long tech hours and all of that good stuff. So I kind of clump that into my working field. Um, So we'll talk a little bit about that. The problem, not the problem, but I guess the struggle and what makes it difficult for me to kind of do this profession is my, and a lot of chronic illnesses and a lot of invisible illnesses will do this, but it, it knocks me off my feet. Like it knocks me straight onto my butt (laughs) and it just, I just feel so exhausted because of it. And especially, especially, especially when I have like a, a brain episode that gets really bad and I swear the next day I just feel 
uh, just completely out of it, both mentally and physically. Just every part of me feels like it was ripped from my body and then haphazardly like shoved back in <laughs> in an attempt to make it better. Um, so I think I think the best way to start this and go about this is telling you the most recent thing that happened to me that affected me in this area. Um, it's still very fresh because it happened yesterday. So <laughs> let's talk about it. Um, I, let's backtrack a little bit. I, a couple days ago for, for acting, I, I will apply to jobs and auditions through online resources. It's really easy. It's convenient. We love the new age of technology. And so I have several accounts where I kind of have all of my information set up, like my headshots and my resumes, and I have some um, footage from shows I've done to kind of showcase my acting. And so basically that's all on there. And so when I apply to shows or other gigs or film work or whatever, I just basically send all that information to them and say, take me and um, hope to hear from them. Most of them I do not. I have sent in hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of applications and just nothing, which is part of it. It's not a big deal. I send in a bunch a day. And so, excuse me, I just burped. <laughs> I just ate a grilled cheese and it's coming back up. Um, that was gross. Whatever. This is a gross podcast. Where was I? Oh, okay, so I apply for all these things and it kind of... Like, I kind of just wait around for them. And sometimes I get, I'll, like, get emails from them or I'll get more audition requests or I'll get callbacks from them and I'll send in more videos or I'll go in, all of that good stuff. And so I've been doing that for a little, a little under a year, maybe half a year. I really kind of dug in deep. I paid the subscription for, like, the websites, you know, all that stuff. I was like, I'm a serious actress now. I must pay them so I can apply to jobs. <laughs> um, and so I did. And I've been applying for a while. I apply to just all sorts of things. I'm like, yeah, I'll be in your infomercial. And yeah, I'll do this theater reading and just anything and everything. And so honestly, when I get emails back, I don't even know where they're from. <laughs> I have to like go back on the website and read what they were asking for in the first place because it's I send in so many and it's so many like to keep track of and so I just will go back in and have to check and see what the actual gig is and so earlier this week I got an email from this production company asking me to be in their tutorial films and so they're like a company that does a thing and it's I I won't disclose it it's whatever um but so they wanted to film a bunch of these short video clips to send to a client. And it was like really infomercial based stuff, like not a ton of like crazy in-depth acting, mainly just me playing a student being like, hey, what does that mean? Mm. They just wanted interested looking people, <laughs> people who looked interested in the topic. That's a better way to phrase that. Um, so I was like, cool, great. It paid well. It was two days, the filming would be two days from, um, 9am was our call time to 6pm and they were going to provide food, all that stuff. I was like, whoa, great. Your girl is a paid actress. She is making moves in this world. And so 
I was super excited. I was ready. And it was like, it was pretty good pay for, it was two days and it was good pay. I won't disclose, whatever. Um, and so it was supposed to be, the two days were supposed to be during spring break, which is what I'm on now. It was supposed to be Wednesday. What's the date? Wednesday, the 13th and Thursday, the 14th of March. And so I was like, cool, great. I'm on spring break. No biggie. I won't miss any classes. This is honestly the perfect situation. And so I emailed them back. I said, great, I'm in. Let's do it. They were like, awesome. I mean, I sounded more professional than that. I wasn't like, cool, cool. Thanks, buddy. Um, but I sent it. We got all the information. We did all the exchanges. We did all the whoop-de-whoop-de-whoop. And so I was like, pre- not preparing. Not my. I just expected to go in at the time. And so yesterday being Tuesday, or yesterday being Tuesday, um, I just kind of had a spa day with my boyfriend and my friend. We had a great day. It was really relaxed, nothing crazy. We were swimming. We were, um, we got massages. It was so nice. It was like a nice group on treat yourself for spring break before I did this job. And I was really looking forward to that. And it was awesome. Highly recommend. And then we got home and it had been a long day and I had kind of had a headache all day. But the problem is like, I have headaches a lot of days And it's usually turns out to just kind of be there and not really be anything. It's just something I deal with. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm always kind of in pain all of the time, but it's not, it's not a big deal. I'm used to that. And so we got home. I was like, okay, I went through my checklist. I have my checklist of, I have a headache. What could it be? It's a fun game I like to play. (laughs) And so I took out my ponytail. I'm like, okay, that's not the headache. I drank a lot of water. I was like, okay, that's not the headache. And then I, I was pretty relaxed all day. So I didn't think it was sleep that I needed because I wasn't doing anything totally strenuous or out there. And so I was like, okay, it's food. It's gotta be food. We hadn't eaten a lot that day. So we ordered some, uh, some sushi, um, some, some sushi. <laughs> we ordered some sushi and I ate it. I was like, okay, I'm going to feel better after that. And then I wasn't, and I was kind of feeling worse. And I was like, whoa, 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 body. How dare you? I walked you through the checklist one by one, and you are doing me dirty. And so I went and laid down. And then it kind of got worse and worse to the point where Martin, Mabiaf, came in and... We started doing like some of the exercises that are supposed to help me, but it got to the point where I started rejecting them because it would hurt too much for him to touch me. And I was just like in a really bad episode. I just found myself in this episode where I didn't know where it really came from. It kind of came out of nowhere. I I had had such a great day. It was really upsetting. I was like not here for it. And as it progressed, I was sitting there and I was realizing that it was going to be just impossible for me to go in to this job tomorrow. For at the time I was like, I can't go into this job tomorrow. It was supposed to be the next day. And I was so sad. Like it just made me, (laughs) it just made me feel 
so sad to the point where I was like sobbing and crying more and more, which obviously didn't help the situation. But I had this realization that I couldn't wake up at 7 a.m. the next morning and get myself to a set where I would have to sit. And so I had to email them and give up the job. And I mean, that that was a bummer. It's still a bummer because was, <laughs> it was supposed to be today I was supposed to go in for the job. Um, and obviously you're listening to me now and you're like, you sound better. And I do. Like, I do feel better than I did this morning, but I still don't feel 100%. I still don't feel like quite like myself. Things feel a little wacky in my body. Like I almost really like don't belong in my own body, which is a joke, but my reality. So I don't know. I wanted to share that because it got me thinking because I was sitting there and I was sobbing and I was telling Martin, how, how can I do this? How can I pursue a profession that physically needs me there and mentally needs me there? Like all of it. And you're, I mean, I'm sure there's most jobs require that, but this job requires a little more physicality and it's your, your body. That's the job. What people are seeing, like that you are the job. <laughs> like that is, I don't know how else to phrase that. And so I started thinking, I was like, well, shoot, should I have gone into freelance data entry or something where I could have done it whenever I wanted from the comfort of my own room or bed? Why, why did, why did it have to be this career that I loved so much? And that, and that's still hard for me to come to terms with, I think, because it's something that I love doing. It's work that I feel is important, not only to me, but for people around me. I think art helps people. I think it helps heal people who need it. And it just felt hard for me to accept that I wasn't going to be able to be readily available all of the time because of this illness. And of course, like I am still navigating it. I mean, I am no expert on this topic and nor should I be because I am just about to enter the workforce. <laughs> Maybe unless I go to grad school, um, <laughs> cause that'll be funny. Uh, so I'm just about to enter this workforce and I'm, and I'm still new to this chronic illness, like I'm not, but really when you think about it, it's only been a couple of years. People have been dealing and coping with this for lifetimes. And so I think it's just me figuring out how that plays into my lifetime and my, um, my timeline. And so I think it's, it's about me figuring it out and it's about me I was talking, I woke up this morning and I went outside and my roommate, she asked, well, what do you usually do after an episode at night? What helps you? And I was kind of taken aback because I was like, oh, I don't know. And so I think with me, it's, it's figuring out what I can do the next day to make myself also feel better because there's only so much I can do at the time. I mean, me and Martin can do my exercises as much as possible. I can try to go to sleep. I can try to meditate. I can try, like, I can try to do 
everything I can. But that's a little bit more out of my control than waking up the next morning and feeling poopy, but like f deciding to do something to help me. Like what? And I think like that's still like as I'm talking to you, I'm discovering this as well. So is it maybe I need to stretch? Maybe I need to like roll out my body so it's not as sore. So I like kind of release that tension that I was holding. Maybe it's drinking a nice warm cup of tea. Maybe it's drinking a superfood smoothie. I don't know. Maybe the food will help. Maybe that aspect. Maybe it's chugging water. Maybe it's taking a warm shower. I don't know. It's just figuring out what would help me as best I can to go on and have a normal day. And I think the other aspect of that is also coping. And I don't know if this is right for all people. I don't even know if it's right for me. But I had another epiphany this morning where I thought, okay, <clears throat> excuse me. I thought, okay, I'm going to need to deal with this sometimes. I might have an episode, but I also might have a really big day the next day or a really important job that I want to do. And there's going to be days where I'm just going to have to wake up and try to pull myself together enough to do the best job I possibly can. And it's comforting to know that I can still have these diseases and have these illnesses and be able to pursue what I want to pursue. And there was a moment last night where I was crying and I was sobbing and I was screaming at Martin. My body's sabotaging me. It's not letting me, this always happens before something important because I had, I told you guys about it in a past episode where I had this important kind of like meeting for my senior showcase and we were supposed to go into the city and it was this really cool thing. And I got so sick the morning of actually. And then this happened and I had this kind of awful moment where I thought maybe my body is self-sabotaging me. Why is this always happening to me right before something big? Maybe my subconscious is nervous or something so it's making it get sick or like something so irrational, just like irrational thoughts flowing through my head and like fueling this upset anger and sickness and just like feel like basically my, like I'm just like feeding on my own weakness. And Martin looked at me and he was like, no, that's not happening to you. It just so happens that it didn't work out well this time. But he was like, think of the other things and the other performances and the other auditions that you've had that haven't been affected by the pseudotumor or any of the Lyme or any of that stuff, any of the illnesses. He was like, you've still performed in entire shows and done auditions in the city and things like that without my body, in quotation marks, self-sabotaging me, end quotes. And I think I realized then, I was like, okay, just because it happened twice doesn't mean it will always happen or has always happened. And I did look back. I looked back at my performance in a musical last semester that I loved so much that I, 
I, and I remember I would have some episodes at night and then I would wake up the next morning and just, and just do it and be fine and be good. And so just because the episodes happen doesn't mean they stop me. And I think it's just about learning how to control that. But man, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I don't think there's really any moral to this podcast. I think it was just talking about how how doing this work can be really can really affect me and how my brain stuff can really affect my work. And so it's just finding, I think, a balance and as much as I'd love to talk more on this subject, I just don't even know if I'm qualified yet because I haven't had too much experience with it. I've had experience with it in school and things like that, but I just wanted to tell you guys like kind of just the down low of it, just like give you, let you in on it. And I, and it's hard. And I talked about it last week, that guilt and that feeling of inadequacy compared to some of my classmates or some of the people that I see around me constantly going into the city to audition and getting great feedback and doing like great things. And because they're, I mean, not like they're extremely talented human beings. It's not because like they're going in that they get, I don't know. It's like no diss to them for doing it because they do incredible work and it's, it's beautiful. And I'm just so glad people are seeing it and like acknowledging it. But I have to remind myself that just because they're going in and doing great things doesn't mean that I'm less than, you know? And there's some days like I wake up the morning of an audition and it's like 5 a.m. because you got to get in there early. And I just, I just can't bring myself to get out of bed because I had an episode or because I'm just so exhausted. Because sometimes I forget as a person with chronic illness because I want to, I mean, I'm 21. I want to feel that young, vibrant energy that like is supposed to be just coursing through my body and like fueling me to become this extraordinary person to do all the things. And so sometimes I think I'm that person and I'm like, yeah, it's, I do the thing. I, I am, I'm that healthy. I can get up. I can go to sleep at 1am and wake up at 5am and have a full day and be productive because I'm young and that's what you do. But I don't <laughs> because I forget that my body is working overtime to do basic things <laughs> like trying. It is like working so hard to keep myself functioning and going. And that's just added on top of also trying to be that person who does all of these things. You know, I feel like that was vague and weird, but <laughs> I think, I think I forget that my body is doing a lot of work, even though it doesn't seem like it is, even though I might just be laying on the couch, I forget that my body's still working and that I, it's hard for me to feel rest and to feel rested. And even today, Martin came in and said, do you want to go for a walk? And I love walking. I walk to class 20 minutes every day and back. Like I walk everywhere. Um, I would walk every day in Germany 40 minutes to the campus and then 40 minutes back just because I loved 
walking, but whatever, besides the point. We get it, Maddie. You like walking. You're so fit. Um, <laughs> but he asked today, do you want to go for a walk? And my first instinct was, yes, let's go. Let's do it. It's a nice day. It's, it's a warm 47 degrees on this nice spring break, but compared to the 22 we've had and less, it's practically summer. Um, but I was like, yes, let's do it. Let's go. And then I laid there a little bit longer and I thought, not today. Let's do it tomorrow. And I felt okay with pushing it, with rescheduling it to tomorrow. Because as I laid in bed, I realized, take time. Take time for yourself. And after I record this podcast, I'm going to go stretch. I'm going to roll myself out. I might put on a face mask, you know, you can, <laughs> I can try with self-care as much as I can. Um, but I think, I think these reminders are important to my, for myself to continuously, to continuously keep thinking about my own path and my own journey. And I know I know there's some people out there just cringing and rolling their eyes at that, but it's so true. It's so true. And it's something that I've realized and it's something that I've honestly found a lot of comfort in is realizing that, yes, I have my own path and yes, it's my own journey. And yes, I will, I will get there and it will happen. And maybe maybe I can only go in for this many auditions a week or maybe I will have to call in and and remove myself from a project because of my health but it's I'll get there I put in the work and it's funny and I think this is where I'll leave it off today I was feeling really down this morning about not going in and not being able to do things and then I checked my email and I, I applied for two grad schools for next year, just cause out of a whim, just cause why not? And I was put on the short list for one of my grad schools and the short list, not as in waiting list. I'm sure some of you are like, Oh no, she's put on the waiting list. That's sad. No, the short list is where they cut down their thousands of applicants to like 50 or 75 before they choose their final like 14. And so finding out that I felt a little more reassured. <laughs> I thought, okay, I'm doing good work. I'm putting good work out there. I'm working hard in a different way, but still working hard. And so as I continue to find my way in this profession, in this working world, I can only hope that you are too illness or no illness. That's the thing. Like you, you can have these illnesses. You cannot, we're all still trying to find our way. Like even, and not even whatever, whatever age you are, everyone's still trying to find their way. Everyone's making their way in this world. Yeah. So yeah, I think, I think that's it. I hope that kind of talked about the subject I wanted to talk about. Feels like I did. We'll see. Um, so yeah, if you have any suggestions, maybe you have suggestions about how you get through your day, illness or no illness, I would love to hear it. I would love to know about what you guys 
are doing or what helps you or if you just want to say hi or if you want to review you know I said all that in the beginning but I'm reiterating it now um or if you just want to keep listening that also means so much to me thanks guys I will talk to you next week I hope your days and nights are going well um and I hope that you can take a breather for yourself that's what I that's what I wish for you this week. Um, so yeah, have a great whatever time it is where you are. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.